Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Coming to you live from Alola's Battle Royale Dome, it's the one, the only, Puckle Battlecast. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Puckle Battlecast. I am your host, Seth Vilo, here today with two brilliant minds, here to talk about all sorts of lower tier things. Last month we talked OU and its effects after Isle of Armor. Now we actually have the new stuff in the lower tiers, so we're going to talk that. But before we do, let me introduce these two brilliant people. First of all, we've got the R Sigma himself, the walking encyclopedia. Hello! I'm very excited for things happening in OU right now, so. Yeah, of course you are. (laughs) I might start playing again. (laughs) What was it? That's the real question. (laughs) It's been two years and waiting. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And as you heard, the other voice that we've got here today is the ever-lovely Claude Nine. Hello! (laughs) Good to have you here. Hi! All right. (laughs) What did you expect from me? I don't know what I expect for anybody, but you know what? That's okay. Sigma, tell us why a little bit you're you're excited about being able to play again. That's kind of what's been going on for you, right? Yeah, so there's that stupid metal rabbit that's finally getting suspected. <laughs> so what exciting. a great day. I'm excited for the metal rabbit to finally be gone. It, it yeah. should have. It should have been gone before Zygarde was last gen. I'll tell you that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You we'll get to that here when it. we start talking OU a little bit. But yeah, it's it's got some stuff to it that makes it different than previous times. So, ho oh, hum. How about you, Claude? What have you been up to in general, Mister Draft Master? I I would not have used that word. Um, <laughs> aficionado is something I would say maybe. Consumer, player, spectator, even. enthusiast. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, connoisseur. Connoisseur, there we go. All, all those words. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. PDL started, so we had week one last week. Week two is this right now. Things are happening. Now I'm playing with the UU and OU teams that I find that are janky and entertaining, so. Mm-hmm. 
It's all and you've already made some trades, right, in PDL? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's person. okay. I've already used up all my free agents. So I was going to say. I was going to say. You used all your free agents already. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Pot. My name is Kettle. So, <laughs> Ooh, oh, well. And our favorite color is black. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, it's been fun. Mine has been going pretty well. I think... Uh, it was a really cool first show that I got a lot of use out of Pharisee that I wasn't expecting. And <laughs> that sucker is hard to break, especially with wish support, because I'm a sadist. But, yeah, it's great. It's great. I love that. And I love draft. It's so weird coming up, seeing people come up with all sorts of weird ideas. So, yeah, uh, that's pretty much where we are at the moment. So let's not use up any more extra time here. Let's dive into what on earth is going on with tears or at least two of them in tear time tear time it's tear time and now it's time to see the results of this month's blood sweat and tearing and we are back to talk about two of our six tears and let's start with the big one the really big one we are starting with Ubers, and normally this is the part of the show where we say nothing happened and it's very boring, but something happened and it's very interesting this month, and that is Baton Pass was banned from Ubers. It was legal up here because, I mean, they had nothing with which to abuse it up until DLC, and everyone's lovely friend Scolipede is now back running rampant with possible mental herb speed boost shenanigans and that enables all sorts of ugly full pass chains and apparently that was too much so yeah it's always like a questionable thing especially in 6v6 where yeah if it happens it just kind of wins the game and especially in ubers where you have these big terrible terrifying monsters that have no Mm switch-ins so if you Mm -hmm. can pass it the right stats it's like well what do you do now yeah and that kind of goes into the quick pass thing, because there is full baton pass, which is, I don't know about you guys, but I remember when that was legal all the time. And yeah. OU, yeah, that was disgusting for it's as like long the, as it lasted until they finally got grips on it. Um, like that existed. Power up this, then we baton pass to our next thing that's going to power up, and we baton uh-huh. pass to the next thing that has some power up moves. Yeah. So there was some full pass strategies like that, but then there was also just quick pass which is just one thing does the setup and then hands it off to the next thing. And yeah, you're there are to. some scary things that get baton pass that I just don't realize because I never use it. Like what? Like uh, one of them is Poltegeist. Yes. Oh, Poltegeist is so we can shell smash in into baton. Oh my, that's dumb. With weak armor too. So you get an even yeah. bigger speed boost. It's terrifying. Ew. Mm-hmm. Can I and say ew more? Yeah, no. That's gross. <laughs> no, you cannot. It's disgusting. <laughs> And um, another thing got it, I think this gen, that didn't have it before, and that is our friend Magirna. I want to say it's a TR, so that makes sense. Yeah. And now it can baton pass, in addition to being a stored power user now, which is something it wasn't before. Mm. So it can kind of do both. It can just throw a shift gear at something, or a calm mind, or be the a part of your chain. Your dragon absorber, maybe. Like your good espion if you will. But yeah, there's that. And you might think this is Ubers. I can use things like a Marshadow or something like that to steal those baton pass boosts that they were so kind to give to me. But 
Generation 8 has graced us with two normal type Baton Pass users that don't suck. Dubwool and Indeedy oh are both normal my. type users that can Baton Pass. Good old Dubwool passing on the, the uh, cotton guard. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know what Indeedy does. I assume it's just called Mind, but also yeah, it's I terrifying so. like endpoint. It's like, I'm going to expanding course now. I hope you have your Duskbane Necrozma ready. Yeah. Pretty no, much. Wait, no, those just get mystical fired to doom. So it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It it had very few quote unquote counters, especially if you're talking full pass. But quick pass has its own. Like the the mon that it lands on has its own counters sometimes. But full made you almost want to run Grimmsnarl or Sableye on every team or something with Haze, like a Pex or Quag. Or some people started running Swords Dance, Sacred Sword, Zacian, yeah. which, if you don't <laughs> remember the mechanic of Sacred Sword, it bypasses defense boosts. Mm-hmm. So people started running that thing, but then you just throw a ghost in on top of it. So who cares anymore? So, oh, yeah. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, Baton Passes Banned, all that was just too much for everything and everyone, even in the land of Ubers. And Magirna could is one of the things I could still Dynamax. So that was, you could just send that in and keep racking up boosts. Soul heart, boost yourself up too. For how long? Crazy. For how long? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But in general, Magirna is still just insane up here because it's got the move. It's like game freak was just like, you know, your move set isn't perfect enough. We need to make sure you have every single tool that you ever needed. And we'll talk about that again more a little bit in OU2, which is part of the reason that it's having the suspect test down there. But it got, like, between stored power, baton pass, it also got trick, draining kiss. Like, it it got the last handful of moves that it needed to really push it over the edge. Um, so, yeah. So, Claude, you want to you wanna describe this spicy, spicy set to us that we have off the spice rack for Ubers? Oh, boy, do I want to tell you about the spice that I see today. So, we have Eternatus. And you may be thinking to yourself, Eternatus? But we we already know that, Mon. Like, we know how it's already stupidly good in in Ubers. Yes, but did you know that because of Vile of Armor, it got Meteor Beam? Meteor Beam? What does that move do, you may think to yourself? (laughs) And what that does is it's basically Skull Bash... But it's a special attack that raises your special attack. I mean, it's a special attack that raises your special attack. Yeah, exactly. And is, I think, a rock move, right? It's rock? Yep. Correct. Perfect. So, they run Power Herb, Meteor Beam, and then it gets to run Dynamax Cannon, Flamethrower, and Recover. So, basically, you get this rock-powered nuke that's a special attack, which is already stupidly powerful as is. And then you get to basically live hits and just sit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that pretty much I, yeah yep yeah mm-hmm. the evs just give you a lot of a little bit of defense a lot of h a lot of special attack and a good amount of speed i don't know the benchmarks that this one uses it uses 92 defense 240 special attack 176 speed with a modest nature zero attack ivs probably because it's just got a huge hp stat so investing in that isn't worth it um i don't know the threshold though but did we mention, I think we've mentioned it in previous times, but one of Eternatus' best counters is Mandibuzz. Oh, yeah, and now Meteor Beam just says no. Yep, exactly. So that's the Spice Rack. I think I mentioned this set gathering momentum last month, but here it is in in full display and full glory. And 
it's terrifying because Eternatus, outside of being past something which it can no longer do, doesn't really have a way to boost its special attack. So, hoorah! Here it is. Hoorah! Hoorah! All right. Hoorah, and that's. Uh... Don't want to sing too much. Just <laughs> copyright. Yeah. Anyway, that's Ubers for you. That's the big. That's the big thing coming out of Ubers. More will later, you know, especially once Crown Tundra comes out, then we actually have more Ubermons to pick from. So yeah, I'm excited. We'll that's, get there. that's when that tier is really gonna become good. Yeah, yeah, it's missing half of its crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But anyway, moving down to OU, which is the last tier we're gonna cover during tier time itself. So <clears throat> as Sigma mentioned earlier. Magirna is being suspected. The deadline for getting the requirements is August 4th. So that'll be Tuesday after this episode comes out. So go grab that if you want to vote on it. But tell us a little bit about why you hate the Metal Rabbit, Sigma. Uh, So, one, Steel and Barry is just one of the stupidest defensive typings that there is in the game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How stupid is it? (laughs) <laughs> uh, i don't know i actually haven't counted the number of resistances and immunities that that typing gives you it was enough to get poor mega mawile banned in gen 6 poor mega mawile didn't deserve mm-hmm. it but it, it was a very strong force uh also it has the stupid ability where it gets a special attack whenever it kills something so uh, 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 whenever something dies uh, whenever yes. something is knocked right. out it can die of poison and it still gets it or stealth. <laughs> yes uh, i'm not sure does stealth rocks count uh, yes. Should, yes. If it, it faints on, the, on field. the field. <laughs> this includes your allies for those playing doubles. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's like uh, Beast Boost, but cranked up and only special attack. Because why not? Uh, I don't think it runs Flare Cannon as much anymore. It might on specs. That I, I it does on specs, and that's kind of what's really caused it to kind of go over the edge is the spec set. Which is essentially a Fairy Draco Meteor. Yay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Which means if you KO something, you only go down to minus one. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Which, which could be enough to just KO something right afterwards. So, yeah. Yeah. It just neutralizes the specs boost. So mm-hmm. it, it gets great coverage. It can run physical attacks as well. I know in the past it's run shift gears plus Ironhead to deal with some issues. Yeah. Though I think that was mostly for Tapu back in the day. So, though mm. I'm sure Clefable doesn't appreciate it. So, yeah, it's just a heaping mess of a Pokemon. Yeah. I think some of the biggest things that really push it over is draining kiss and stored power. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yes. Reliable yeah. recover or semi reliable recovery plus uh uh-huh. something to do with boosts. Yeah, especially now that hidden power is gone and mm-hmm. you you're just a boosting machine. So if you run it say on a a grassy terrain team, you just have grassy seed, you're already one boost down the line throw in shift gear that's three boosts immediately because it boosts the attack as well as the speed add calm mind into the mix and then all you need is stored power to nuke anything that resists your fairy draining kiss to heal up as you Mm -hmm. set yourself up yeah so it's that's really those two moves for me kind of put it over the edge i know that that's just because of my play style though the tricks are really potent this generation because nothing can absorb it Mm-hmm. So it getting that and it being as ubiquitous in the tier as it is, that's a little... It's got too much at the right time for the tier, if you ask me. Um, I don't see it I don't see it staying, 
I, I'm predicting it'll be banned with 70% yeah. majority. I, I, I suspect it'll gone. hit majority. I, I could see it not being an instant ban, though. Like, it'll take an hour or so to, for the votes to get in. Yeah, it won't take 15 minutes for everyone to walk in and no. reach the threshold. It's like, that it's... please get rid of the stupid fish. Yep. Please. <laughs> yeah. No one, no, wanted it. no one wants it. Magirna is a little more contentious, I guess. Yeah. It, it has its counters. It has its things that stop it, but... Unlike Dracovish, it, it it has partners that really enable it as well. It does um, too well with all of the momentum uh, that's around. Like, yeah. this generation, like, specifically, there's been a lot of U-turn, a lot of alt-turn. That's very prevalent, very much used a lot. So, because of that, there's it's easy to bring it in. Like, half yeah. the walls either have teleport or U-turn on them. So you're bringing it in yep. for free anyways. Moment of moment of silence for all the Pokemon that didn't get flip turn, but also moments of celebration. All right, that's all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, other things that are coming along down the line. They did a tournament poll, like they they asked the people who participated in their most recent tournament. Hey, what do you think of OU right now? What is it in your opinion? And that came back with obviously Magirna being kind of on the top of everyone's radar, but three other things kind of were as well. The next one being Cinderace, that's mm-hmm. probably going to be suspected. Next. I can see that being suspected. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. I, th- what I think I'd like to see them do is maybe like a suspension list or something until we get Crown Tundra. But I yeah. don't know if they do that. It's like we'll ban it, but only till Crown Tundra comes, and then it can come back, and we'll yeah. see how yeah. it goes then. I, I something agree. like I Cinderace or Toxapex feels like it might be okay once we get a bunch of things back. Mm-hmm. Urshavu Single Strike might not be that case. No. Like, yeah. I think Urshifu will be better once Crown Tundra comes out. Because I think of things like the Tapus that can take these hits now. Mm-hmm. Like, these bulky Tapus they are going to have to run every single mm-hmm. week. Yeah, like, once Tapu Goko's here, Cinderace, is it as much of a problem? Maybe not. Um, same with Toxapex. So. Yeah, and Feeny as well. That'll help with mm-hmm. the Urshifu problem. Yeah, so it's like... Depending on what moves they get, that might be silly. Magirna, on the other hand, that thing... Yeah, that nothing's gonna change Magirna being incredible. So, um, I think Melmetal might be another Pokemon that might be able to like come back. Maybe it's It's still busted, but like it doesn't feel as busted as something like Magirna. Um, and I know that was a contentious one back when it was suspected again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, suspected. Yeah, when it actually got its test. Yeah, and I think there's rumors that they might consider letting Blaziken try out its time in OU, so that'll be exciting. I think mm-hmm. I think regular Blaziken, even with speed boost, won't be that bad. Right? Like, I, don't know. I, I could be entirely wrong. Because back when it was legal before, there was also the uh, Baton Pass that was a thing. So, oh, very true. Like, I think it'll be fine. Yep. We'll see, though, when it finally lands, because that might be in crown tundra. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, be but like yeah, the other things are Urshifu and Toxapex that people are talking about. Um, yeah, really, that's it. Part of what makes Cinderace good, though, and why it's probably next is just the environment that it's sitting in right now. Yes. It, the pivoting, like you said, Claude, really helps it. And that's the thing. Um, like, with all of these mons that are every every year get banned to Ubers, it's not so much that they're really that good. It's the fact that in that environment, it was just too much to handle. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think of things like last generation, Aegislash was much more powerful than it was, and then it is this generation. Yeah. And now it's in you. Exactly. Oh, how like on earth? A day. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that. But, like, 
Cinderace also does a really good job taking advantage of really common cores that have to exist right now mm-hmm. on ba- balance teams. Mm-hmm. Like Mandibuzz and a Regenerator usually talks Apex. Cinderace has a good time against that particular group because mm-hmm. it has to exist because Urshifu is here. So they kind of feed into each other. That's one reason that people are also looking at Peck saying, I can't break past it because it's... A- well, yeah, because you're using stuff that warrants needing a Toxapex before you just crack their entire team open willy-nilly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It feels like things like that could deal... could just take a break until Crown Tetra. Like, they they might just be too much for the current meta. Yeah, I wish we got Glyscore back. That would have really kept pecks at bay but yeah, oh well here we are nice. it's okay we'll have landris he's it's fine <laughs> <laughs> anyway so another couple trends that are happening is after the discussion that happened this month about the tiering council that caused a lot of a lot of waves because the headline was almost intentionally misleading heavy duty boots has started to be on just everything yeah <laughs> I- i've seen it a lot on zero aura just to not take chip damage Yep. I believe and it. I've seen it on Dragapult. I've run it on Dragapult. It's incredibly good. Uh, FYI, they are not talking about banning it. For those in the back, not talking about banning heavy-duty boots, despite the t- article title. So don't get too whipped up about it. But I mean, they were I, just talking about its prevalence. That's really all it's it was. It's a really cool item. So Yeah. And it has a very good opportunity cost to run. And it might make it so that hazards are not a requirement on everybody's team. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we might start seeing more and more teams that just forego a Stealth Rock user entirely. So, mm-hmm. who knows? But some that are really using it, Blissey has started to almost overtake Chansey because of these items specifically. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll probably be OU next month. I, I would yeah. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would as well. On the viability rankings, they finally got that hammered out on OU. They've got Ch- Blissey ranked higher than Chansey yeah. for that reason. Just because heavy yeah, duty, like being able, like the two items people use nowadays are leftovers slash black sludge for recovery and heavy yep, duty heavy boots duty to stop boots. chip. Yep, unless you're offensive. Yeah, that's exactly right. What more do you need? Yeah. They're so good. And there's also just the knockoff prevalence right now because nothing can absorb it, as we've said about the trick problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's another opportunity cost to having heavy-duty boots. So if the if the opponent does set up hazards and you just don't defog them because you've got all your boots on, they start knocking them off. You've got a problem. So it's not infallible. Um, Slowbro's been using them because it then it gets the full effect of its regenerator, and especially mm-hmm. now that Alolan Marowak has died down, so it doesn't have to worry about Poltergeist yeah. as much, because it was running no item for a while. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird. Yeah, it's such um, a good item. Like that and uh, Body Breasts are just great additions to this gen. <laughs> They're my favorites, really, honestly. Ugh, it's like, so I'm okay good. with Pursuit going away. <laughs> yeah. I, it lets I it, happily uh, trade Pursuit and heavy, or Hidden Power for these two things. It lets Ghosts and Psychics actually do things. I know, I'm, I like Pursuit. I thought Pursuit and, was useful. And Flying Types. They can actually switch in now. It's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you could use Talonflame in OU now. I mean, you like, can. Think about that. We used it in Mousepot Singles, and you saw how well that went. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I'm using it on my draft, too. I'm excited for it. I mean, that's the thing. is like everything has like potential to be used. Whether how mm-hmm. good that is, I mean, we will find out, but... Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. So that brings us to kind of the end of the OU recap. Sun is still good, by the way. Go ahead and use Sun while you still can before it hike before the hype dies down or before people figure out counters. Well, the only so reason Sun is that. good is because heavy duty boots. Yep. Exactly. So Sigma, Claude took the last one. You take our other meteor boy. All right. So here we've got Seth's little friend Jirachi. Ugh. Also here holding the power herb. We're going max special attack, max speed, timid nature, serene grace ability, and we have Aura Sphere, Psychic, Moonblast, and that Meteor Beam to take advantage of that power, boosting that special attack, and letting it just crush. Ugh. This thing, I randomly faced this thing with my team, and you all know my style. I'm pretty notorious by now. I like my defensive cores, my Pharopex, my Mandibuzz, my... Other such defensive things. This sucker cracked me right open down the middle and took out three things by itself and severely wounded a fourth. Holy mackerel, I couldn't stop this dumb Jirachi. And then he had the audacity to keep meteor beaming on me because I couldn't out damage him. He was at like plus two, almost plus three. That is phenomenal. <laughs> After I hazed away his boost, he had used Meteor Beam three times. <laughs> Rude. It was incredible, though. So this move it sounds meme but if you can do it with a Power Herb on the right thing, it's incredibly good. Please, that's colossal. Probably not the right thing. Honestly, I've seen it know you. I, <laughs> I have. And you switch it in on a fire attack, get the steam engine boost, then Meteor Beam, flamethrower. <laughs> Like, it's not the worst thing you could be running. <laughs> uh, oh. A weak scald from a Toxapex or something like that, and then just go to town with, I think it's Meteor Beam, Flamethrower or Fire Blast, Earth Power, and uh, something else. I don't remember, but it was, <laughs> it exists. <laughs> I, I think but Meteor anyway. Beam is like one of the best additions to. Uh, like to the game from Isle of Armor, like mm-hmm. it's unique enough to where it kind of can work. Yeah, I would say half of those Isle of Armor tutor tutor moves are unique enough that they're cool. The other half just stink. <laughs> um, but like Poltergeist, Grassy Glide, Flip Turn is oh, yeah. cool. Searing Sands is great. Uh, but then you have yeah. things like Coaching and Skitter Smack. Yeah, yeah, no longer any fun. Dual wing beat in the right situation. Like a lot of these moves are just so cool and Two so unique. Really like dual wing beat. Uh, two Pokemon, <laughs> maybe three. <laughs> you know what? Talentline likes it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can you can make arguments for others, but I mean, it's just not worth it at that point. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like it if it's not getting priority or technician boosted. Honestly, true. Uh, I mean, if you're a ninjask and your only other option is acrobatics or aerial ace, it's pretty good. Yep, there's the other one I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aerodactyl, I guess it's if Aerodactyl gets it, that's going to be useful. I, I could see that, yeah. Though, Aerodactyl might just get Brave Bird this gen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would be cool. I'd also be okay with Brave Bird. It's yeah. a TR. It might just get Brave Bird. <laughs> Yikes. I don't like that idea. Ugh. But anyway, that's OU. That's the recap. And that's where we're going to leave tier time specifically. And now we're going to head on into the lower tiers and figuring out what all these drops from the DLC mean to them. Because it's it's wild down there. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff going on. So we will be right back.
All aboard! It's time for the topic. And welcome back. We are in the topic with our lower tiers, and we want to start off with the lowest of the lows on this particular topic. So we are going to start right in with PU. And I'm going to start each one of these by telling you all of the things that were banned, unbanned, or maybe that might be in suspect right now, because there's a lot of movement going on with these in each one of these tiers that we're about to talk about. So in PU, the things that have been banned in the last month are as follows. Rotom Frost, Orbeetle, Butterfree, Kangaskhan, Regular Executor, Perserker, and Ninjask. Those are the things that were banned. Things that were unbanned that had previously been banned before that are now legal in PU are as follows. Appleton, Gorgeist Normal and Large, Galarian Rapidash, Swoobat, and Thievil. All of those are now legal again down here. They redacted their ban. Yeah, a lot of things changed. Hilariously, Thievil ban lasted like less than a week. I think yeah. it, it was banned like <laughs> three days before like the tears changed. And uh-huh. then the tears changed mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you can go back. Oh, well. No one cares oh, we about made a mistake. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that it, it was like we changed it and then it's back to normal, except all these other new Pokemon are here. <laughs> uh, but so the first thing that comes to mind is Appleton being back. Uh, people kind of had raised eyebrows at that but there are a lot of checks now that exist things like pincer are down here that can absorb a couple of its moves oh, yeah. wigglytuff can absorb the draco meteors from the spec set as well as the body presses sort of it's neutral Driftworm um, is just a sponge mm-hmm. Driftworm is good sponge so it, it has a little bit more checks down here um rotom frost and Orbeetle though being banned now make it better because it has less to worry about. And it was on... It, there were four Pokemon that on Sunday of this last week, a few days ago, were all voted on again, just to see. Those four were Galarian Rapidash, Appleton, Thievil, and Driftblim were all voted on on Sunday. And all of them were voted to stay. According to the council vote... None of them are broken enough at this time to ban. The only one that's really kind of got an asterisk to it is Galarian Rapidash because it can just do a little of everything, really. Yeah, it can be a. Can't it be like physical or special? Uh huh. Yeah, it's got calm mind, and it could be scarf. It could be banded. Even it could be swords dance. Like you really don't know what type of horse you're facing until you see its first move. Even then, you might only narrow it down special physical. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy that that's the one that's on everybody's hate list right now because it's borderline the most of anything down here. Um, it's just annoying to play. Mm-hmm. It really is. And it's got pretty good stab. Yeah, it, it's stab combination is nice and it's move pool is deeper than it probably should be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so another couple things dropped down. Just as far as coming down, like with the usage stuff from the previous month, that's a new Pokemon, an old Pokemon. A couple that stood out to me, uh, Dreadnought, Dreadnought, no, Dreadnought, Dreadnought. I don't think I, there's. A I don't team. know. I don't think there is. I suddenly doubted myself <laughs> in in here. Um, that came down here. It's very powerful. It's got a huge defense stat, 
And it's also got a lot of utility in, in Stealth Rock. And when you get down to these lower tiers, it becomes harder and harder to find staples that are normally very used, like a good solid Stealth Rock user. Mm-hmm. So if you can have that move, you are very valuable. Uh, and Dreadnaw is one of those Pokemon that can do that. Um, another one I don't that's... think Dreadnaw is that much worse than uh, Kabutops is, honestly. Mm-hmm. Apart from... I... Not sure if it gets rapid spin. It's a turtle, so it might. Hmm. I don't think but so. I don't think I don't so because it it's a snapping either. turtle. That wouldn't make physiological sense. They give a lot of turtles rapid spin. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I don't think this one gets it, but... <laughs> nope, it does not get it. Okay. I, I'm i glad I at least thought that. It's yeah. a rock-setting turtle. That, that's what yeah. it's worth. It can take a bunch of hits if needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another one that I really like, and I've suddenly gotten the urge to use an OU, is Driftblim. And that sucker can get out of hand fast. It's got Calm Mind, so you can go special with it. And then it's also got Strength Sap. Yeah. So it doesn't really care what's in front of it. (laughs) Just keep (laughs) Calm Minding on the specials or Strength Sapping on the physicals. Uh, but it can also utility. It can also do like heavy duty boots defog. That is an option for Driftblim if you don't want to go offensive. You can unburden with it, but it's not as good down here because there aren't that many um, terrain setters down in this level. A thing to note is even if you're they're... airborne, seeds activate. Mm. So that's the thing. I, was I know that. Say, was... Are there any terrain setters down here even? I think that Pinkerton might be. I think he was banned all the way up to RU. <laughs> that might be true. That might be true. Yeah, well. Once it got rising voltage, it became too much for the tiers mm-hmm. below. Yeah. But and I think Wacky's even on you. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think there are any now that I think about it. I think you could probably. You can use the monkey. I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, you can use the monkey. Monkey's fine. Thwacky? Yeah. Yeah. You, no, no. The other monkey. The lower monkey. <laughs> Grookey. You could Grookey? use Grookey. You could use Grookey, I guess, but I mean, I, then you're using I want to say Thwacky is on you. I'm... Oh my god. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could. It's kind of cool. It's possible. Yeah. Um, another one that's down here that is dropped again that a lot of people were happy to see go in the beginning is Hatrim. That's the middle evolution for Hatterene. And it's just a bulky magic bouncer really mm-hmm. that's what all it is and it does not care really about any of the rockers down here except for two well no three um Ponyard, that can get past hatrim but it also mm-hmm. now has pincer and marowak to worry about but let's be real here if you're using those to set stealth rock what are you doing very true <laughs> But, you you know, you could be a hyper-offense team, and that's just where it fits. That's always possible. But that's not very likely. So it's very possible that Hatrim just, if it exists on the opposing team, just says, nope, you don't get Stealth Rock this fight. So, yeah, that's kind of scary. It, a lot of people are really mixed on this thing being down here. It kind of cracks open balance teams just by existing. But mm. it doesn't do much to them actively other than just stopping their rocks or their hazards or anything like that so Meh. yeah Meh. sigma you mentioned mawile earlier um perserker left now mm-hmm. so mawile's coming in to fill the gap yeah nice assault vest sure force is a 
good ability as it has been. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fallout gets like all the fang moves that get boosted by it. Maybe the punches too. I think it just gets the punches so it doesn't need fangs, but I think it gets one of a couple of the fangs and then a few of the punches. I don't remember. Or maybe Thunder Fang. I don't remember which one. It's got a weird move pool. I yeah. don't remember that much. If you don't it run gets, AV, you could set rocks with it, but meh. Yeah, I mean, it has Sheer Force, Iron Head, Play Rough. Yeah. Like, both those have secondary abilities that get boosted, so. It's got the important It has Dual ones, Stab yeah. plus Pro... I think it had Fire. Did it have Fire Punch? I think it did. I'm not it was, remembering. It might have. It's like, I'm trying to remember what, what I hated switching into <laughs> in uh, OU last gen. <laughs> yeah. Because it was usually SD plus like one other. Oh no, it was Sucker Punch. SD Sucker Punch usually. So yeah, that's uh that's pretty much PU though. We're still kind of figuring out when things drop, when things go. Another thing that's good is Wigglytuff down here because teleport mechanics, and it's got Wish and it's got based like 140, 150 HP. So Mm -hmm. it can pass some healthy sized wishes to things if you want to. Good Um, old tough. Yeah. Yeah. Probably has teleport too. I think it does. And I think Wigglytuff is just a lot of fun. Like, I've even used it. I think my favorite is Specs Wigglytuff because it has such good coverage. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's PU. Let's move on up from the depths into NU. And much like before, let's go over the bands really fast. Not as many this time. The bands for NU are Tauros, Vanillux, and Gallade. I was sad. Tauros. Yeah. I was sad to see Vanillus get quick banned. <laughs> yeah. Shh. Of course you were. That sounds like a meme right up your alley. What are you talking about? You just specs run Blizzard. 100% accurate. And that's kind of why one of the reasons that it was banned. It was, it was bonkers with that and freeze dry and it had just enough speed to really be deadly. Yeah. Um, Tauros was kind of similar. It had all of the speed that it needed, all the power it needed, and all of the coverage moves that it needed. And very similarly, Gallade was there as well. It now got the move Triple Axle, mm-hmm. which gives it a solid ice move that can be ridiculously powered if all three of them hit. So that was a little too much, mm-hmm. all three of those put together. So they're out now. Um, some other things got voted on on top of that. And those were Decidui was voted on, but it stayed. And Toxicroak was voted on, but it stayed. I love Toxicroak. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, they don't seem too powerful. No, powerful for that environment. Not at all. Yeah, especially because Decidui is nuts down here now. Yeah. Also, like Weezing's down there. Yeah, regular Weezing. Yeah, that's Garbodor. See, you have ways to check. Yeah. Yeah, but that being said, Decidueye did get a cool new move in Poltergeist, as mm. well as Hurricane for the special sets, which it can and does run. Cute, but I I hate running that role. Yeah, as much as I do Focus Blasts. Yeah, yeah, with no stab too, it's not nearly as fun. Oh, yeah. Hurricane in my mind feels like it hits less often than Focus Blast, even though it's the same accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's just because we use it less there's less reason to run coverage flying really well, yeah. unless your name is one of the other pokemon we're about to talk or you're about using rain in, and hurricane's 100 percent accurate exactly yeah you, you really feel that difference with rain but decidue got poltergeist it kind of has a reason to have long reach now instead of overgrow because between that and spirit shackle and things like that it starts to make contact 
a lot more. So Poltergeist does that, and you can just bop something. Okoza Garbodor, which is ridiculous. And you could also, if Decidueye is really popping off in the ladder and you just hate facing it, one thing you could do is run it itemless with acrobatics, if you want. Just so <laughs> you, could, you could switch it into opposing Decidueye. I guess, if you predict correctly. You know, and dodge the hurricane. <laughs> and dodge the hurricane, yeah, you're right. Uh, but yeah, Decidueye's crazy down here now. It was banned, not banned, it was voted on once. It very well might be voted on again now that there's a little bit settling going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. But you guys mentioned wheezing, so that's down here to really stop it. There's a lot of physical down here in NU that are really big and ugly, especially now that Gallade's gone. A lot of other fighting types have come up to fill that void. What, like Girder, Sock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like those and the Toxicroak that you mentioned earlier have kind of really filled in there. And uh, then to kind of trail behind them because it can stand up to them a little bit is Sandaconda. It has the defense stat to really take on those fighting types. Hmm. And it's really weird weather setting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Weezing loves seeing all of those, plus all the Sylv Ally that are still down here that are mostly physical. So true. Mm -hmm. it likes it down here, especially if we go Levitate, because then that also... uh, Allows you to counter Sandaconda really well. Mm-hmm. Does it also get Strange Beam or no? I don't think no. so. I think that I think only so. the other thing does. Only I the think Galarian. That's because the fairy uh, You need the top hat for it to be strange. Got it. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not strange if it's just a plain wheezing. Yeah. It's obviously. just well, yeah. It's just regular smog. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants regular smog. It's fine. <laughs> Isn't its Dex entry saying it's purifying the air? Yes. That's. Huh. Yeah, that's weird. All right, I, don't like I guess that. if that's what you do. Uh, I know that mine in the PDL is nicknamed Industrial Revolution. That's all I know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, another thing that's kind of emerging as a big old ugly nasty threat is Kangaskhan, because yeah, it's powerful. It's got enough speed and attack to just really be ugly. Mm-hmm. I think it's got like ninety speed. Is that right? Something like that. I want to say so because I I know the Mega had a hundred. And I yeah. think it got a small speed boost. And I know Sylvalai outspeeds it, and that's 95, so mm-hmm. we'll say 90. It's Gen 1, who knows? It's either really standard or really off-the-wall weird. But um, the thing that really is weird about Kangaskhan, number one is Scrappy. So you actually have to have a normal resist. You can't have a normal immunity, and those are few and far between down this low. What? Rock Steel. Yep. Rock steel. <laughs> That's it. And it gets superpower. Eek. So. Eek. Yeah. Or uh, power up punch. <laughs> or power up punch. But the weird thing about Kangaskhan is not necessarily its power. It's that it's bulky. Mm-hmm. It's really actually surprisingly difficult to revenge. It's got 105 HP and 80 defenses. That's, that's a thick boy. Girl. That's a thick girl. And... It's hard to revenge it other than, like, the, I mentioned the Sylv Ally forms. They're faster than it, so if it's not Scarved, you can do that. Uh, you can also do Lipard, Alolan Persian to foul play it back, or Toxicroak to just hit it with a solid stab fighting move, be that special or physical. I've seen Croak go both because it's kind of okay as far as the special stack goes, but it has really good special moves. Yeah. So I've seen Specs Croak do some work. I like nasty plot life form because I like the vacuum one yeah. a lot. And I'm a big proponent yeah. for priority. I, I think it's just, if I can have it, I like it. So. Yeah. 
There you go, folks. There's your spice rack. We don't have anything formal, but you've got Claude's nasty plot well, toxic rack. Well, well, yeah. I mean, at that point, you're running... It depends on what like what you're trying to hit within the tier, because I've done a lot of... Uh, because of Decidueye, I run uh, Dark Pole sometimes, but you can run Sludge Wave. You can run... I usually run Sludge Wave, uh, Vacuum Wave over like a Focus Blast, and then some sort of coverage move. Whether that be Dark Pulse or... I mean, Dark Pulse, Focus Blast, or some other crazy hit. Might be mm-hmm. Giga Drain. Does it get Giga Drain? I don't think it gets Giga Drain, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I, I can't imagine it does. Yeah, let's find out. Let's find out together. Is, Go on this journey. Yeah, that's why I have this here. Um, no, it doesn't. Might get it gets Shadow Punch, punch Shadow Ball, which is okay. It gets yeah. Drain Punch. I mean, like, the special set doesn't have a lot for it. But, so you're at here. Besides Vacuum Wave, it's... Pretty much Dark Pulse or Focus Blast or, I don't know, Shadow Ball. Your choice mm-hmm. on what you want to hit. But, I mean, you don't need much coverage outside of fighting Dark Poison. Yeah. Like. But, yeah, so that's that. That's uh, that's a little bit of the status update of NU. It's We're getting more and more interesting as we climb this ladder. And just wait till we get to some of the top ones. It gets it gets wild That's when we get up there. Starts. It gets better yeah. and better. Yeah. So let's climb this ladder a little bit more. We're now up in RU, and like before, let's go over the bands. We've got Drampa, Indeedy Female, Regular Ninetales, Alolan Raichu, Verizian, Linoon, and Machamp. Those are some all the bands. Those. Some of those are actually surprising, namely Verizon. Yeah. Like, yeah. It used to, like, survive by its RUNU status. Uh-huh. And now, but. the thing that pushed Verizian over the edge specifically is its new access to Air Slash. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Because that that allowed its Calm Mindset specifically, which was arguably better than the Swords Dance ones down here. I don't mm-hmm. disagree. Yeah. <laughs> Previous counters that existed like Decidueye, like Delmise, and kind of Garbodor in a sense, and uh, Vileplume as well was a big counter to it. Those can no longer do that. So get a couple okay, Calm Minds uh, and you could sense. run Train. But uh, Drampa's another surprising one. It's been being talked about for a few months now. I think I've mentioned it at least once. I think I've it's heard really you good. talk about different things it can do. Yeah. It's just got a lot of coverage and a lot of power behind its moves. I think it's like 131 special attack, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Machamp and Lanoon are also two other ones I wouldn't be surprised to see unbanned eventually. Nah, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Eventually. Like, yeah. not like maybe not, not an Isle of Armor DLC, DLC, maybe in the next one, but... Yeah. Not till the next DLC, but once you yeah. get... Well, well, for either of them, you need a good ghost to drop. Because they both take advantage of the fact that like there really isn't a like, powerful ghost type in the tier besides Jellicent. I think it's, I mean, you have Jellicent, you might have Sableye, and that's it. And even then, that's not a powerful one. Sableye can't stop a Machamp, because Machamp doesn't care about getting burnt because of Guts. Exactly. So, like, I, I see, like, Guts Machamp being like, all right, what's your switching in the tier? I mean, you have, gl- exactly. sorry, you do have Delmize and Glaring Corsola, but, like, I repeat, what's your switch into the tier? Knock yeah, like, knockoff, yeah. and then yeah, it's got knockoff. facade just sort of eats everything. Yep. And it's that's why it when it dropped to RU last month, just by usage, that's why it didn't last too long. That was a regular organic yeah. ban, not really directly because of the DLC per se. And you can say the same thing about yeah, Linoon. It didn't get anything new. It just finally yeah. dropped. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. the thing is all these ghosts uh, are slow, so Linewing doesn't have to run. It can run throat chop, and now you don't have a switch in. Yep. I get it. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, Sun was just too much now. It's primer. It got the final nail in its coffin for it to finally go away, and that was Heliolisk. <laughs> which is a weird sentence I th- didn't think I'd ever say. Heliolisk being the final thing that yeah, pushed it over solar, the edge. You know, was it solar power? Solar power, solar yeah. Solar power, yeah. Yeah. So... That's new. That's what finally done Sun in in RU. And it's like how, what, Rising Voltage made Pinkerchen, I mean, uh, Alone Raichu banned. Precisely, which means Pinkerchen's going to just die off completely. Pretty much. Because Raichu had just way too much going for it at once between Surge Surfer, the ability, and Rising Voltage, the attack. So that's why Alolan Raichu's out. That was kind of one of the more recent ones this month. Um but yeah, Pinkerton lost its last good partner, the last good reason to run it in RU, so it might drop down to NU if it wasn't banned actively. Maybe enable some things there, so who knows? It's a good hazard setter, and I know that Shamu talks a lot about it. It can live things that it should not live. <laughs> and it's and got... It just has random coverage, too. It's like, yeah, it can scald. Yeah. It, it has sucker punch for some reason. <laughs> and it's number by number about as powerful special-wise as, ta- uh, uh, as Tapu Coco. Coco. So, I think it's like four base special attack points off of Coco, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it might be like a 91. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think both of its offensive stats are 91. I always forget Top um, Coco has just, like, mediocre special attack. <laughs> Less than Starmie. It's just the terrain boost that really did it. Mm-hmm. Which has been cut this gen, so. Yep. By a little bit, but it went from 30 to 20. Oh, 30 to 20. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. A couple other things happened that really shake up RU, and that was Steelix and Snorlax are both um, moved up. Yeah. So that's a huge physical wall and a huge special wall, respectively. Gone. So that leaves a big old power vacuum. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be Claydol's time to shine. It's going to be what? You heard me. Claydol. Claydol. Claydol's time to shine. Sure it is. Sure it is. Uh Drampa being banned leaves a kind of vacuum as a powerful dragon, and Ron John, our Alolan executor, fills that void a little bit. Doesn't Sun still have Torkoal, or do they just ban Drought? Uh, they banned Ninetales specifically. Torkoal's been gone for a while. Torkoal's in, are you? It is? Yeah. That doesn't yeah. sound right. Well, I mean, if they ban Sun, it <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't remember. I just see Torkoal down here. I'm like, huh, I wonder why Torkoal's down here. According to Showdown, but I could entirely be wrong. Yeah, I guess you're right. Wow, silly me. Maybe Ninetales was the reason. So I guess we still have Sun a little bit. I mean, Ninetales did get Scorching Sands, so... That's it. That's what did it. That's what done it in. Scorching Sands is too good. (laughs) Yeah, because then it becomes... It had coverage. Imagine a Ninetales with coverage. Instead of just being a support Pokemon, it's part part of the actual Sun team. So. Not in this RU. No, okay. not in my RU. <laughs> okay, so there's still oh, some sun if you want. Now. <laughs> That's the deal. Forgive me on that, guys. I led you astray. But, <clears throat> so yeah, you could run sun with Alolan Executor, I guess. <laughs> Harvest shenanigans if you really want, or flamethrower, it gets that. Doesn't it have chlorophyll too? Yeah. No. Oh, that's Regular just what really Correct. Yeah, this one has frisk or harvest. Okay. Um, but yeah, hey, Claude, here's your memes. You've got Vanillix and Alolan Sand Slash together in the same tier. Woo! <laughs> Except the fact that <laughs> Hail is awful. 
Kind of. I mean, the thing with now Alolan Sandslash, thanks to TRs and stuff, it now has spikes and rapid spin at the same yeah, time, I guess. It's still an atrocious... I mean, Ice is still an atrocious <laughs> typing defensively. I mean, oh yeah, defensively, yeah, of course. Who doesn't like getting smashed by any fighting a type attack that you're supposed to be exactly. able to like, against? Exactly. If you're running a Vanillix, <laughs> yeah. you're not running it for Aurora Veil, which I don't even know if it gets... I think it does. It does. It yeah, I mean, you're not running for Aurora Veil, you're running it for the fact that you can scarf something and nothing can take a scarf blizzard, usually. Yeah. Yeah, but you could overwhelm with ice a little bit, and it may make uh, Steel-type Silver Ally pop up a little bit now that Sand Slash is down here. Yeah, but when you, when you have ice in this tier, you think Frostmoth. Right. And now, since it lost, like, what, Snorlax, Steelix, what do you do to counter Frostmoth now? That's the problem. That's actually a huge problem. Torkoal. That... Let me tell you, it's Torkoal. Torkoal. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Frostmoth is actually a gigantic threat now, um, because not only did Snorlax get banned, but the other alternative stopper, Copperaja, left the tier by usage. So, Frostmoth's time maybe now, and it may be an RU. Who knows? Um, another couple things that might be looked at next are Espeon. That's something that's incredibly powerful, especially with, I guess, Sun. <laughs> you could run it with. <laughs> Torkoal and mist and morning sun yourself. Yes. Um, yes. Give in to the sun. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the sun. Doo-doo-doo-doo. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh my. Um, but yeah, Espeon's powerful. It's got mystical fire now too. I feel like that so would have randomly know. gotten scorching sands. It didn't though, right? Yeah. Okay. No. Nah, but uh, there's a lot of ramifications for not having a solid steel in this tier, other than a, a sand slash. No, you have Dragon down. I know Dragon. Uh, that's not a steel type. Yeah, the Duraludon. Duraludon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's not very good special defense wise, and a lot of these are special attackers. Wait. Like think Rabombi as well is another thing that really loves a lack of a solid steel type down here. Yeah, Rabombi that- is super good. Yeah, that smacks Duraludon with a neutral Moonblast, and that's going to be do- doing a lot of damage with its special defense. Um, Zatu was something that was gone for a little bit, but now has gotten the usage again to come back down. So, that's fun. Some people were happy to see it go. Kind of like Hatrem. It's amazing how angry people get at Magic Bounce when they can't just go through their strategy like they want. But, <laughs> oh well, you have to think now. I'm sorry. But that... For the large part, that's are you. Uh, use your use your Frostmoth while you can until something else either rises or drops, or until people find a good counter for it. Yeah, yeah, use it now because it's one of the more deadly things down here. And Alolan Executor was voted on, but it was not banned. So that's a good thing to know. It's not really going anywhere yet. So that's yet another thing that Frostmoth can eat. Yum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Frostmoth got Weather Ball. You know what that means. Uh, sun. Torkoal. Torkoal Frostmoth. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, my goodness. That would be fun. That would be a lot it's of fun. It's like a Volcarona, except without the stacks. <laughs> but with a better ability. Yeah. That's true, actually. That's really true. All right. Shall we jump into the topic of the moment? Our yeah, hot top, our I hot think takes, we shall. Or... 
Our hot takes indeed. So we are jumping up to the big one. (laughs) The most underused, the least of the most, the littlest with the biddlest, mostest. I I, I don't. I don't. Either way, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. You, Uh, you. Okay. What what a fun tier. I I played my first ten games of it uh, during the course of you know this this uh, what's it called. (laughs) <laughs> this recording. recording there we go and i am currently <laughs> 10 and 0 with the team of the week so i'm like thrilled with it right now yeah it's a fun one it's a really fun but one. let's talk about the, 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 the tier first before i jump into my excitement over this team yeah let me go with this one this one's the most complex of all the craziness that happened so the bands that happened aegislash conkelder gengar Hallelujah. and scolipede we needed that. were all banned there were others that had been banned that were voted on again and remain banned. They remain in the UUBL tier and can't be used here. Those are Durant, Dracozult, oh, Haxorus, and Alolan Ninetales. Can't have that hail. Nope. So those are all voted on and still are banned. There were some things that were unbanned, though. Those are Crawdont. Okay. Gengar. Wait a minute. You just said that was banned. You're right, I did. I'm an idiot. It was rebanned. So it was banned, then unbanned? Or other way around. It it was unbanned I, I and then banned again. It. Ah, okay. Did they unban it for like two seconds? Yeah. It's like no. Yeah, they undid <laughs> its ban. That that should have been among the Durant Drake's mm-hmm. old line. I apologize. But yeah, Crawdont, Obstagoon. Why? <laughs> Mamoswine. Another why? <laughs> Diggersby. Oh, no. And Venusaur. Okay. Sun's not as big in you, you. Uh, it isn't now. And the big reason is because there are things that can stop it. Things like the fallen angel himself, Tyranitar, yeah. is down in UU now. That makes it so there's actually something to contend with Sun for. Because now all of a sudden there's sand everywhere. Isn't Politoed around so, or is that still OU? Uh... I feel like Pelipper would have been the one to just hang out with it. Yeah, I think Politoed might. Well, I Rain might just be banned by oh, Prince. Drizzle yeah, might Drizzle just is be banned. banned I think because Politoed is RU. Yeah, in UU specifically, Drizzle is banned. I think they may revisit think... that now that there is a little bit of a resemblance of weather wars going on down here. Let I Rain mean, in do previous things. gens, they had to kill Sun too because Mega Houndoom was a thing. Yeah, that existed and was terrifying. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, Sun is down, back with a vengeance, now that Venusaur is back, and Ninetales is still around, regular Ninetales, and Torkoal, I guess, if you want. Torkoal! Um, <laughs> but even then, Sun can be good enough that you don't even need a Drought Setter. There's been a trend down there where you have one, and you use it like normal, but also you might run an additional Weather Setter in the form of Blissey holding Heat Rock with Sunny Deck. I mean, I've heard of worse things. For now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because think about it. Blissey can stop opposing Venusaur. If but Blissey's only going to be here that. for the next, like, four days. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have much longer, no. Oh, well. <laughs> it's not a long-term choice. No. Maybe, no, you're not doing no, it. You have Clefty <laughs> no. set rain manually if you need. That's true. I don't think it sets on, though. I don't think it sets on. But you have Ninetales. But it doesn't set on. There we go. Yeah, I mean, for now, Ninetales and Torkoal, run them both. Why not? But 
yeah, Sun does have a lot more counters now. The aforementioned Tyranitar is one. Uh, another big one is Talonflame, because that could theoretically take advantage of the Sun itself, as well as if it's full health, not caring how fast Venusaur is, it will just bop it with bird bop moves. I, I'm curious on if it gets the bop with the dual wing beep, or if it has to go with the uh, classic Brave Bird. That I am not sure on. It probably depends on the set, too. You might be able to run mm-hmm. Adamant, depending on what you want to actually outspeed. No, most of the time you want to run, uh, what's it called? Jolly. Jolly. Yeah. yeah. yeah it depends on the meta, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you speed time. No, you're faster by like two or like three that. points. Yeah. Noivern is one, two, three. Talonflame is one, two, six. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew Talonflame was one, two, six. I thought Noivern so was one, So if you look at the like standard sweeping Venusaur and the standard like Swords Dance Talonflame, uh, Brave Bird guarantees the KO and Dual Wing Beat does not kill. It's only 75 to 89% to a no defense Talonflame, uh, Venusaur. So you have to run Brave that is Bird. A, that, that tends to be the case with dual wing beat calcs. Yeah. It's just short. That is a stealth rock and a life orb away, though. So it's not mm-hmm. too far off. No, it's not too far off. It's just, why not just guarantee the kill? Yeah. Yep. That's the trouble with Talonflame now. You have to decide if you're going to go ahead and disable your own Gale Wings with Brave Bird or take the safe route that is far, far weaker. Um, oh, well. But that's Talonflame. I've seen it run another way, too. And that's just as a purely defensive option, which weirdly just gives up on Gale Wings entirely. We were talking about pivoting being a huge thing. And when you get down lower, a lot more U-turn occurs than Volt Switch or Flip Turn. So if you can catch a U-Turner with Flame Body, Mm -hmm. you can burn it while it turns out. And really limit its options. So, say a Mien Shao, for instance. If you can catch a Mien Shao on a U-turn and burn it as it goes, now it's a now it's a very very weak Mien Shao. Or a Keldeo on a flip turn. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I'm not sure. I'm how sorry, like Jirachi on a U-turn. Yeah, yeah, that's more like Jirachi would be a nice catch. <laughs> Keldeo on a would flip be a nice turn. Hit. You could. This was worth it. Ah! <laughs> It's oh, well. it's for those swords dancing Keldeos with Aqua Jet. Those, oh my gosh, no, please. What do you mean no? Uh, they work really well. Oh gosh. Uh, but anyway, another couple things that are going on down here. There is a lot of regenerator down here. Is there? And I mean, yeah. I mean, the ones that are here are very important and very lethal. Uh, T- uh, Tangela is one, for instance. That's a big one. Um, and another big one is Slow King. That one's actually King. by itself. Well, Tangela is PU, but I mean, yeah, but it can I be mean, used. Yeah, yes, you can, you can use, use it, it. But like when you say regenerator, here I am thinking Mianshao or Reuniclus or too. Amungus. Yeah, Mianshao for sure is one. It's starting to run regen a lot more. Actually, Amungus isn't in the Slow character. King is a big one. No, nah, Amungus isn't down here, but uh, Mianshao, Slow King, and Tangela are some of the big three. Um, and Slow King by itself is one of the scarier things down here because it's, I've seen it run on Slow Bro in OU in combination with stuff like Urshifu where it throws up a future site, it teleports to your Urshifu and now your opponent has to decide if they're going to switch in their Toxapex to absorb your blow as well as a future site or 
something else to absorb a different blow that Urshifu has. It it's very synergistic and very dead. So you're running it with Pangoro, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, or not even running it with anything offensive at all. If you can, with heavy duty boots, you deny a lot of damage coming in on yourself. You can pressure a lot more with entry hazards of your own and not worry about having to defog as much. And you can throw up future sights and really limit your opponent's switches on what they want to have come in. You kind of enable something that's being coined as offensive semi-stall with Slowking by itself, which is weird. It's a weird way to play, but it's really cool, and it's kind of right up my alley, much to the chagrin of probably all you listeners, especially you two right now. (laughs) Offensive semi-stall. Those are like three things that don't mesh at all by definition, but oh well. It's fun. Uh, Sloking is terrifying. It's got a lot of a lot of power behind it too, especially for down here. Um, hyper offensive. Yeah, I've yeah. I've run into a lot of hyper offense <laughs> in my like first ten games. A lot of teams where it's just oh we're gonna run like Grim Snarl or Klefki just to set screens, and then three or four Shell Smashers, mm-hmm. or and then, yeah. and then a Reuniclus or things that can here. just set up, and you have to deal with it. And I think those teams are overrated because I think you need, like, defense. Mm-hmm. I don't think hyper offense is nearly as good here as it can be in OU. No. There there are too, just, too many random just yes. walls. Mm-hmm. But in response to some of these things, like the regenerator cores, and for the time, Blissey is also something that this is a response to until Blissey's, you know, gone. But... Galarian Weezing is picking up a lot of momentum down here. It's got fantastic utility options, but neutralizing gas specifically, if you switch in on, you know, said Slowking while it's trying to switch out, or the turn before it does, you just disable that regenerator. If you switch into Mianxiao, which is a, actually a very good switch in for Galarian Weezing, it can absorb pretty much everything it's got. Mm-hmm. You neutralize its regenerator so it doesn't heal. With Blissey, you neutralize the natural cure, so it comes in still toxic. There's a lot you can do down here with that, and it, it's real funky. Like, you could even poison a Rotom by it coming in on toxic spikes because you neutralize the Levitate. Huh. Or neutralize Tough Claws on Lycanroc Dusk Form. Magic Bounce on Hatterene. Th- things like that. You can toxic a Hatterene if you wanted. Not that you really want to stay in on a head. No, no, but you could. Gosh there's darn it. Been, I mean, <laughs> potentially, I've used yes. Galarian Weezing to you purposely to kill Reuniclus's with Toxic just because of neutralizing gas. Yeah. Yeah, and Reuniclus is another good assault. It uses Assault Vest down here primarily and is a regenerator. It, it doesn't use Magic Guard as much down in the lower tier. Um, and it was starting to pick up momentum in OU as well with Assault Vest, especially when QRim was the the big threat. And now it's down in UU, actually. So there's your QRim counter. Assault Vest, Reuniclus, everybody, as well as Blissey for another week. But um, I mean, Galarian Weezing can catch it on a switch out. It. Uh, can check it, oh, not check. counter Sorry, it. Sorry, I freeze dry is a thing now. I would say it wouldn't even counter it because, or check it even because Qrim can absorb those moves easily. No, nothing Starmie does is super. Magnet Rise Collection can counter it. Check it. Counter. Counter means it has to be able to switch it in. It can switch in on an Ice Beam and then Magnet Rise, or it... can it switch in on Earth Power? Probably. Probably. That's the thing. Gotta play your cards right. So, but 
yeah. Collecty, I think is a great check counter. versus counter is very check versus counter is a very nuanced term that a lot of people sometimes get confused. No, no, no. It, um, it is a straight counter. It's a straight counter. Uh, like Bronzong, also a straight counter. Well, yeah, that is that for sure is a straight <laughs> counter. To you Cuba. are correct. You are correct. Hey, Bronzong, <laughs> we got there. Hey, Bronzong can't. Took factor. me three tries, but I got there. <laughs> yep, we found one. <laughs> I Bronzong don't care. <laughs> no. And now that Aegislash is gone, it doesn't care at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a couple other things that are UU that are really fun to use, like... Scyther. Scyther. Scyther, Scyther <laughs> for one. Uh, that just can beat the heck out of anything in front of it. And I think... Do you guys have any other last UU comments? Nope. I no. I don't think so. Yeah. It's fun. Like, there's a lot of movement going on down here just in these lower tiers. That's why we wanted to dedicate an entire podcast yeah. to all of this, because all of them dropped at once. So keep your ears and eyes peeled for weird, random things, things happening more. We'll go over it in tier times. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at some of the stuff, like, just some usage for OU this month, and I'm like, well, yeah. there's some arguments. Like, Torkoal is going to jump to OU again. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Because Sun is just taking off. It needs at least, what, 4%? Uh, somewhere in so the it's running. At, it's been running over four percent for most of the month. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's kind of the lower tiers. We're gonna leave it here, and we're gonna head on over to the team of the episode, which this month is a UU team that we've been having a blast with. So we will be right back. And now it's time for team of the episode. And we're back with the team of the episode. I we we not so subtly hinted at what the Pokemon we we found around it is. I I found this team. Full disclosure, I did not make it, but we are starting off with our boy Scyther. Claude, take us away. So what you have here is a choice band Scyther with Technician, Max Attack, Max Speed, Four Special Defense, Jolly Nature, with U-Turn, Dual Wing Beat, Knock Off. And then you have a choice for the last three options, whether that be Thief, Bug Bite, or Quick Attack. I've been running a lot of Quick Attack just because I like the extra priority, rather than having a little bit more power with Bug Bite. But Bug Bite would be helpful if you're running into a lot of Reuniclises or Slow Kings, if you can't just one-shot them with U-Turn and Knock Off anyways. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like you don't run the Heavy Duty Boots, you run this Choice Band, because you have lots of ways to deter, deter from Hazards. And this thing just, it's had a great speed tier for the tier, and it just beats things down. Like, that fast, powerful U-turn does so much, and knockoff is just a good move. But yeah, and then we pair that with one of the one of the things that counters Scyther fairly well are steel types. So we run Magneton, and we run a Choice Scarf Magneton. Yes, we started this team off with two not fully evolved Pokemon. But Magneton has Magnet Pull, Max Special Attack, Max Speed, Timid Nature, uh, with Volt Switch, Thunderbolt, Flash Cannon, and Toxic. And this is primarily for other Skarmories that are not running Shed Shell. I've used it to travel other Magnetons, uh, Clef Keys even, anything that you don't want to deal with. Like, Duplade is a great... uh, I've trapped several times with even Bronzongs that can't hit you. How would you... How would I what? You can't trap a blade with Magneton. Magnetpool? It's a ghost type. Really? Uh-huh. 
They could have switched out that well, whole time. They right? could have switched out and they didn't. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie doodle. Okay. So. Not to throw you off, but yeah. go on. Oh, there's not even time. Why don't you tell us what's next, Seth? <laughs> well, I'll I'll go ahead and go then. The next up, we've got Galarian Weezing with a rocky helmet. It's got the ability neutralizing gas. Its EVs are a little bit weird. They're 252 HP, 16 defense, and 240 speed. Um, as I said, I stole this team, so I'm not sure what those are for. For the wheezing? <laughs> yes, the speed on the wheezing. Uh, what number does that hit? And I can figure something out off the top of my head while you talk yeah, go ahead. about the next one. See if you can find it out. I don't, I don't see it as evident, but it's got to outspeed something, maybe. It's, I don't know. Maybe a Blissey, probably. It's 216, so I'll see what that is. Yeah. Anyway, that's Weezing. It's got zero attack IV, IVs. It's got Toxic Spikes, Pain Split, Strange Steam, and then a Choice. You have Corrosive Gas or Will-O-Wisp. Corrosive gas is pretty good for catching blissies and other such things off guard and removing their boots because you can you can surprise them with that. They haven't quite caught on to the fact that wheezings can remove items. They're not used to that being on their knockoff radar. <laughs> uh, Will-O-Wisp is there if you want to burn things. It's all just a matter of preference on if you want to bop items or bop attack stats. So that's wheezing. It's got neutralizing gas. As we mentioned before, you can do a lot of tricky stuff with that. Next up is Celebi with a choice scarf. This is our speed control. Ability natural cure. EV's 252 special attack for special defense and 252 speed with a timid nature. It's got healing wish, U-turn, psychic, and leaf storm. Pretty standard Celebi overall. Uh, You've got your two stabs and your pivot and healing wish to be a last ditch effort to heal something up probably the scyther especially because healing wish activates and heals before stealth rock takes damage so oh that's good to know yeah you can do that and you're good to go (laughs) so sigma go ahead and take us home all right next up we have hatterene holding the leftovers with its magic bounce ability helping keep away those stealth rocks (laughs) its ev spread is 252 hp 160 defense and 96 speed with a bold nature i'm assuming that speed probably outspeeds base 40 uninvested uh that sounds about right that feels right that would be things like delmize yeah Uh, i i i want to say knowing how speed is calculated i think that's about what it does yeah uh your attacks are calm mind psychic draining kiss and mystical fire i believe you could probably run psy shock there yeah i would with blissey in the tier once it leaves Mm -hmm. in a week ish you could swap it over so i think i figured out what the speed on wheezing is but i'll let you finish first okay uh because last up we have skarmory with the rocky helmet and sturdy ability 252 hp 120 defense and 136 speed which i want to say i saw outspeeds adamant crawdaunt that sounds right would make sense um bold nature roost defog body press and your choice of either brave burden or iron head i've been uh i use brave bird quite a bit but i think iron head might be better Mm -hmm. but anyways that is so i think so i'm almost positive the speed on wheezing is for adamant max attack or adamant 
or like non max speed, like neutral nature max speed 58 base speeders. And there's two of those okay. that are prevalent enough to matter being Scrafty and Pangoro. Mm. That makes sense. Oh, that's fair. Because you ju- you probably one-shot both. Exactly. And I believe that is what the speed is for. Because it outspeeds that yep. by one single point. So That makes sense. I mean, if you're running Jolly Scrafty or Jolly Pangoro, you're not going to break the Weezing anyways. So it's just going to take it down. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's probably what exactly what it was for. And this team's really cool. It's got a lot of chip and a lot of pivoting between the Celebi, Magneton, and Scyther itself bouncing around. The Skarmory Hattery deterring hazards on your side and the Rocky Helmet on Skarmory Weezing. You chip a lot of things down to enable Scyther to come in and just clean up. And it's incredible. I've won a lot of games with Celebi just because it, the Scarf on Celebi is surprisingly very useful. And all you yeah. need is Leaf Storm Psychic. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah, that's how I've stopped beating a lot of these, like, shell smashing teams are, oh, we're going to mm-hmm. shell sm- smash and now we're faster than everything. All right, cool. Celebi comes in and kills you. Yep. <laughs> Not the Celebi. Haha. <laughs> exactly. Another thing you could possibly do is play with the Hatterene set a little bit. Like maybe drop Calm Mind if you're not going to set up and maybe do yeah. Nuzzle before attacks. Mm-hmm. The only thing I wish yeah. is I wish Skarmory had like phasing almost or spikes or hazards of its own. Yeah. it it You could mm-hmm. swap something out on there for Whirlwind or spikes. But not necessary. Yeah. Ultimately, you're trying to make sure that hazards are off the field on your side and that requires a lot of defogging possibly so it may not be very wise use of turns to be spiking on it but whirlwind mm-hmm. might be a good thing to throw mm-hmm. on if you do that you could drop actually with it having a bold nature if you draw if you have brave bird or iron head you'd want to make that an impish nature because that just increases the damage why why is that bold yeah i don't know they probably huh. The, the person probably had Whirlwind in that slot to begin with and then swapped it out for Brave Bird and Iron Head and just left it that way by accident. So oh, make yeah. that Skarmory oh, Impish that should... if you have an wow. attack. I, that would have helped me in so Oops. many more games. <laughs> I, know that. I played with that team a couple times. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, uh, well, we all make mistakes, but we found it. Dang it. On the air. <laughs> Here we are. None of us caught it <laughs> right now. Uh, Anyway, this is a lot of fun, and it really highlights just how crazy, stupid, deadly Scyther can be with that dual wing beat. Oh, yeah. It, it is so good. But, yeah. Take that for a spin in UU. Uh, don't take it for a spin in OU. Uh, take our advice there. We may have made that mistake a couple times. Don't do that. It's just more difficult. It's a lot more difficult, especially if it's Sun that you're up against. Hypothetically. And we almost did it. <laughs> Hypothetically. Uh-huh. Uh, that was close. That was real close. But... Anyway, that was Battlecast for the lower tiers. Next month, we're going to have something. We'll figure it out. I've got an idea. P. McGee has put a bug in my ear, and I've got an idea what we might go over next month. So stay tuned for that. Uh, If you like what you hear here, you can listen to us on other places. We've got the main Puckle Show that comes out every Monday. That is on a different podcast feed than the one you're listening to our voices on. That's just on the main Puckle Show. It's a great ball, as opposed to the level ball for this channel, this uh, this thread. On this one, we've also got the TCG cast, which is going to be receiving a new revival here in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be really cool to get to be able to get back into TCG. The coronavirus has really put a damper on TCG events and things like that, but we're getting ready for rotation. We want to have 
our brains kind of back working so that when the TCG events start again, we're ready. So tune in for battle, not battle, TCG cast in a couple weeks. This is also where Game Corner is and the Trivia Rewind, I believe, is here, right? Is that right, Sigma? Yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be third week of the month. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes the fourth week, too, if there's too many Thursdays to fill out. Yep. <laughs> so we've got the Game Corner. That's usually the first Thursday. TCG cast, usually the second. Uh, Rewind, usually the third. And us on Battlecast is always on the last Thursday of the month. So that's the general schedule. And yeah, if you like what other things, you can support us in other ways. One of the best, best ways being become a Patreon supporter if you have the extra cash. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. It goes back into the community and helps make all of us sound like we're right here in your living room slash car slash wherever you listen to podcasts in 2020 and not have weird, crappy microphones and things like that, as well as like those badges. Those are really cool. Those summer Ooh, league badges yes. that, that goes to help make those. Um, so, yeah, become a Patreon supporter. We hugely appreciate it. And it all goes right back to the community. There's also other ways you can do like Vite Ramen or our store and things like that. You guys have probably heard me talk about that enough. But thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys next month. I have been Seth Vilo. Uh, and I've been Claude Nine. And we'll see you guys in August. Catch you on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 